On this week's episode of Cheese Steak Sports, the Philadelphia Eagles hand the Dallas Cowboys a big fat L. The Eagles improved to 8-7, and seven, one win away from being NFC East champs. Can you believe it? I certainly can. Go Birds, take a listen to the, our post-game pod, Eagles-Cowboys. Go Eagles. Yo, this is a Cheesesteak Sports production. Welcome to Cheesesteak Sports. I'm Paul. And I'm Dan. Eagles win. Eagles win. Eagles win. Beat the Cowboys. Eight and seven. One, one more to go, Paul. One, one more. more to go. It is crazy, crazy to think about. Like you were texting me earlier today, talking about the Dolphins podcast that we had after the, I can't even, I didn't listen to it, but I get can't imagine. Get your razor blades out. Um, get your razor blades out. Yeah, like it was depressing. <laughs> it, it was really, really rough. I um, bet, but it's just crazy to sit here today um, and just enjoy Enjoy a glorious day, honestly. The day after the Eagles beat the Cowboys. What a Christmas present. Uh, Christmas came early here in Philadelphia, for sure. Yeah, it definitely did. It's funny that you said one more win, because I, before like typing in the title of the file, I said, almost NFC East champions. Yeah. Like, we're right there. We're right on the cusp of it. Obviously, we were saying that's the basically the NFC East championship game, because Obviously, you're going against the one with the lead, and this gets you there. Yeah. We have to finish up business, but we'll get into that later this week. Um, but really, really just enjoying this victory over the Cowboys, hearing all the... Well, the one thing that I'm not enjoying is the fact that a lot of the Dak people are doubling down and saying, like, oh, Dak was hurt. That's exactly oh, what I Cooper said they would say. Yeah, it, it's just annoying because it was funny. Excuses. It, it was funny because one person on Twitter got, like, Eagles Twitter got in a beef with the Cowboys Twitter, and they were saying, like, Dak was hurt. But when we saw them earlier this year, or maybe, like, last year when Wentz was hurt, he was like, bro, don't be saying that. Nick Foles brought you a Super Bowl. Like, you can't blame it on an injury. And then the dude screenshot, sent it back to him and said, take some of your own medicine. Why don't you take some of your own advice? Because mm. he's saying Dak's hurt. But in all actuality... Dak threw 40, pa- 40 plus passes. Someone with an arm injury, uh, AC shoulder joint injury, if he's really hurt, he really shouldn't be throwing that much, honestly. That's and he, the one run he had, he like shoulder. He put that shoulder ahead too. Somebody, yeah. Like, I do understand that, like when you're out on the football field, you forget what's what your limitations are. But for Kellen Moore and Jason Garrett, to, I mean, they are incompetent. So he could really been hurt, and they throw him back forty some times. Yeah, regardless, like oh, it doesn't matter. We still got that. Dog. Yeah, I, I want to focus more on the Eagles today. Like, we don't need to waste our time talking about like Dallas. I like Dallas rubbing Twitter. in their face, kind of though. Yeah, we can this rub. We can rub Jason in their Garrett face. Game against the Eagles. Yeah, you think so? Oh, no doubt. Yeah, there's no doubt. Like, if he's back next year, he's got some dirt on Jerry Jones that no one knows. Yeah, that's, that's all. That's the only way. <laughs> it was sweet to see that box, Jerry, Chris Christie. I'm sure you saw some of the videos on Twitter. Yeah, I retweeted. Fans I retweeted getting after Chris Christie. And then I got someone quoted underneath it because it's from Barstool, the run, the dude that did bang bang burn. Yeah. Bang. He tweeted out all the videos because I guess someone sent them on Instagram, and someone was like, uh, "This is such a um, 
a cringeworthy. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that. And it's like Chris Christie's a freaking scumbag because he shuts down a whole freaking bridge so that he can have a little vacation day by himself. Like, who the heck does that? Like, what kind of sociopath thinks it's okay to to stop yeah. all the people in New Jersey to go across a bridge so he can lay out with his big whale yeah. ass self again we got we got bigger and better things to yeah talk it's just about. it's annoying though because these guys they're, they're cockroaches they're cockroaches all cowboys fans are cockroaches they've always been and now after four straight losses against us we can smash them down like like obviously like it went into overtime the last time that that we actually had a chance of beating them so it's just kind of nice to be able to say some stuff about them yeah i understand that but um the game the game itself we we looked at it we said Carson's biggest game of his career it was his first game like playoff like game um and he he delivered he was what 31 of 40 over 300 yards very efficient no turnovers uh he was everything we could ask him to be we talk about him being an elite quarterback and the uh problems with him just even a couple weeks ago before this stretch and he's he's shown up with guys that he hasn't played with all year like you can't ask for anything more from Carson Wentz he was he was the guy like listen to Dan Orlovsky he'll get you going Orlovsky um definitely a Carson truther and just like he's been saying like he he has been doing this with a bunch of backups to backups and I know we have some studs out there too like well, Ertz even gets knocked out. Right, and that was the thing. Ertz gets knocked out, and then you're really limited because, I mean, Ertz is probably a huge, like, the, the bulk of your game plan, and then you lose Ertz. And then you, yeah, you lose Ertz, and it, it even looked like th- with that one Perkins third down conversion play that they threw, threw out there with, like, the little post out, little corner out, where they threw it up to Perkins yeah, yeah, and Perkins didn't get there. Yeah. It's kind of like they thought Ertz was still in there because... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I know they think of Josh Joshua Perkins as a receiver, but Ertz going down. You still don't have Jordan Howard. I know Miles Sanders has been everything that we expected and wanted and more yeah. by a lot. But, like, still, you're counting on a rookie there. So, it's like he can be hit or miss, and and but he's been hitting the last, like, three weeks. Yeah, he's, he's definitely been hitting. There was three things... Uh, we talked about on our last podcast that that were just they're, they're true. We talked about I talked about I think we both agreed upon starting quick and the Eagles started quick. Carson on third down that first drive, two huge third down conversions. He had the third and eleven um, to I think it was third and eleven to Whiteside, and he had another third and seven to Greg Ward over the middle. Uh, huge conversions ended up getting uh, held for a field goal, and then. The next drive to, to drive the field, you're up ten nothing quick. Uh, you couldn't ask for a better start. And then you you said, and I Run quote, game. you quote, I quote, uh, you, you listened. No, I didn't listen. I did. yeah. You said it comes game. down to the run game on both sides of the ball. We have to stop the run, and we have to establish the run. And you look at the stats. At the end of the day, we definitely stopped the run, got them away from their games. Zeke only carried the ball thirteen times for forty seven. Uh, and the one time he wasn't out there, there was a fumble. And we definitely established the run. Uh, Sanders was elite. Scott had some nice carries. Even Carson, I don't know how many rushing yards he had, but he had some nice carries too. I think it was like 11 Um, like that. Yeah, well, he had two. I can remember two, like, seven-yard carries, honestly. Six or seven-yard carries. He had the one read option and the one, like, scramble where he ducked and got, like, six or seven. But um, And then I talked about the secondary has the ball out. It's going to come down to our secondary making plays to win the game. 
Sidney Jones comes in the game, makes a huge play. Malcolm Jenkins made a couple big plays, a couple big deflections for us to set the tone early. And, uh, yeah, it was – the game was a lot closer than what it seemed like. Like, I felt like the Eagles really dominated the game. Oh, yeah, And, uh, obviously, Jake Elliott didn't help that out with two missed field goals. I know they were long attempts, but even if he just makes one of those, at the end there, it's a two-possession game. Yeah, I don't I don't like the call um, kicking the second one. Yeah, obviously I understand sh- it from Peterson. Like, I want to show confidence in Elliott. He's been here before. He's done this yeah, before in longer, big games. Even longer. Even longer. He's made, I mean, think about the Super Bowl kick he made. Yeah. We're up five. There's still plenty of time. If he misses that, Brady has time and not as long of a field to go to win the game. So he's hit clutch kicks. So I understand from that standpoint. Um, I, I'm, I'm not going to knock it. I, I can see why people would say, yeah, punt it, pin it, and make him drive the whole field. But I, I think, I, yeah, I think I like Peterson's call to, to trust him to kick it. But hopefully, I mean, he needs to turn it around. He needs to make big kicks for us um, if we want to make a run here. Uh, but yeah, I just think those things happened. Defense showed up. Defense was amazing. Uh, really, even the six points the Cowboys scored, I think we're off. At least I know one field goal was off of a. Two. They got two field goals. Two off field goals off Jake's missed field goal. Yeah. So short field. Yeah, which, exactly. So that's 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 why I was. They're only real points. They only got three points once off of a real drive. That's why I was yeah. a proponent of. And that drive could have been prevented as well. It was the drive where Darby misread, I guess you could say, that deep ball to Gallup on third and ten when they were back at their own twenty. It should have been. It shouldn't have been completed. It was under. Yeah, no, no, <laughs> I know. It could have, I mean, could have been off the field. It's Darby, and like that's what our our cornerbacks are. Yeah. I mean, obviously, but I'm just saying, like, stopped it. Yeah, obviously, our our defense was in the position to make the play. We just didn't make it, which has been. I mean. We already talked about the Miami game. That was the whole entire time. So yeah, Sidney Jones comes up big. Fletcher Cox makes makes the big play in there. Gets the strip after um, getting hurt on the yeah previous play. Before, well, two plays before after sit one out, and then comes in to make that play. And you got to credit your boy. Your boy, you talked about him. I think on I didn't. I think you talked about him last pod. Uh, Jim Schwartz saying how he needed. No, I said this was the Jim Schwartz game. If he doesn't get day. it done, get him right out of town. But. He held that Dallas Cowboys, you know, they were saying the number one, because it's like the number one for yards, number one yard offense. But, I mean, yards don't mean anything. And that's that's all I was thinking on that final drive, too, was just like, hey, they're taking up a lot of time right yeah. now. They need to get six and two. I just don't see that happening, especially with our defense being able to tighten up. Because as soon as yeah, the field shrinks... Yeah, I was definitely still nervous, but like in my mind, I'm like, this isn't yeah. the biggest deals. Because at worst, worst case scenario, Carson Wentz has the ball back with two minutes left to go down the field. Well, I remember with three you, timeouts. you even talking about that. I was coming downstairs from the two minute warning, and you were talking about how the field shrunk now because they were about like the twenty at that point. Well, that's that's the thing with our defense. Like we were saying, uh, people were getting burnt left yeah. and right. So as soon as the field shrinks, you don't have to worry as much that's as. True. You know, yeah, you only sense. can put it in there. So that's one thing that helps. Like, that's, I mean, that's also, like, the big motto is that New England starters is the bend but don't break because yards don't mean anything, and it's all about scoring. So being able to stop them there was great. Yeah, Vinny Curry had a big sack on that drive, too. And, he, like, um, fell down and then popped back yeah. up. The, the defense played really, really, yeah. really well. Lights out. I Did mean, you hear um, Timmy Jer? Did you see Tim Timmy Jernigan ran into that bull, Phil? Yeah, yeah, I did see that. He um, so Sean was talking to him, 
and he said that Tammy Jernigan was like, yeah, man, like, great game. Like, hate the Cowboys. Like, F the Cowboys and Dak sucks. Uh, Carson's, Carson's that bull. He didn't say that bull, but he's like, Carson's the guy. Um, and then he said he'd rather see Seattle instead of San Fran. I guess they asked him, like, what team he'd rather face. That's but funny. at the same time, I doubt Timmy, at that moment, Timmy knew about all the injuries Seattle has. Yeah. So, like, they were talking about bringing back Marshawn right now. Yeah. So, it was just funny that... That is funny. That Timmy Jernigan's at the 7-Eleven right after the... Like, I guess as soon as everything breaks in, in the locker room, he heads right to the 7-Eleven to get, like, a monster. I don't know what that dude's down. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was just... A great, great day. A great day to beat the Cowboys. It's been a while. Always a great day to beat the Cowboys, dude. We felt it felt good all week, and to see it come out, to see I the didn't team feel come good out. all week. Huh? I didn't feel good all week. I was very nervous about this game. Really? I felt good all week. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm not gonna say I wasn't. I was anxious. I was. I, I think was I was. Start, I was but. nervous because I'm thinking it's championship weekend for all the fantasy. So I think that I was getting a little bit anxious about that. Yeah. And then it was like, this is a very, like, hard game. Like, cow- like I hate the Cowboys as much as I want to say, like, we'll roll all over them, like, 44-6. to six. I Like, I couldn't really say that. And obviously, it was still yeah. a close game, like you said. I mean, even though we dominated the first half by far, they still ended up with three points because yeah. of that missed field goal. Imagine that field goal goes in, it's 13-0. They're probably not even getting up the field to get those three points. So... Yeah. I mean, that's that's a six-point swing right there. Plus, yeah, t- dominated time of possession, too. Um, just funny to think back to the the chipper days when time of possession was never even a thing. But, I mean, we dominated the game. We kept the ball out of Zeke's hands. I mean, obviously, they kind of got away from him. To look back and think he only had 13 carries is, is pretty crazy. It's idiotic. But, um... You pay... Well, you, if that was happening... I mean, we've had games like that. But also, we haven't had games like that with a feature running back like Zeke, who's as dominant and who has such a big contract. Like if that happened in Philadelphia, oh man. Yeah, I mean our big our big boy showed up, set the tone early, especially early on. Zeke literally went nowhere. I can remember he probably had two runs for twenty yards, about because um, he had two big runs in like I want to say the third or maybe the beginning of the fourth quarter. Where it looked like uh, like he was going to start to turn right yeah. This. So that that's why it's like even wilder that they did that. But and also the other thing I wanted to say too was uh, the Miles Sanders touchdown run, being able to notice that the the Cowboys don't have anyone. I just lost. <laughs> I would have won if I kept if I won Diggs over Keenan. <laughs> so that sucks. But, um, yeah, to notice that they only had four down linemen on the one-yard line and being able to just punch it up the gut and having those A-gat, like, it was literally, like, it's just, that's what makes Carson Wentz a franchise quarterback is the fact that he doesn't care about his stats, he just cares about winning and hold, make sure that he, he puts the team in the best possible situation that he can. Obviously, he does have the problems where he holds on to the ball too much, but we didn't really see that this, this game at all. The only time he did fumble was on the speed rush and he was at the top of his drop like yeah like we all saw it. like and he had both hands on the ball so it's like you can't really yeah I couldn't you can't really you kill can't him for that for just that thankfully one. he recovered yeah it. that's that's the big thing so yeah I, I also I mean gotta talk about 
Um, they, these these guys like Greg Ward, another big game from Greg Ward, making big catches. Even had um, what's his name, Robert Davis. Yeah, yeah. he got in there. He had a he had a nice out route, I think, for a first down. But these guys just continue to show up. I mean, Greg Ward, Boston Scott. It'll be interesting going forward. We haven't even mentioned with the releasing of JHI. Jordan Howard should be back next week. What their usage of Boston Scott will look like and what their usage of the running backs will look like in general. Because the way Miles Sanders has been running, like mm-hmm. you don't want to take the ball you out of his hands. You don't want to wear him out. Um, so is it going to be a role reversal of Sanders being the guy now and you mix in Howard? Um, that'll be interesting to see I, going forward. I th- I think you got to keep rolling with, well, with the Well, I don't rook. think like I think that you have to, and I also think that you're almost forced to. The fact that this dude had a stinger, quote unquote, for that long, and is finally just getting back, you're not going to throw him out there for 13 carries yeah. right away. So Boston Scott only. I actually I looked at the rushing yards and I got Boston Scott and Carson Wentz confused. Because Boston Scott had three rushes for 12 yards. Okay. Carson had six for 22. Okay, yeah. yeah. Um, so, I I mean, I figure they'll probably be able to... Like, having Jordan Howard, the north-south, like, that's going to be really nice. And yeah. then having Sanders... It's a great one-two punch. It looks like we'll be able to do it all. It's like a 1-1-A one, one punch, too, yeah. at the same time. Yeah. So, 1-A-1-B. But I really, and then you have and you can still Scott in there Scott too. situational. Well, they're like, doing a lot of two back stuff yeah. too, and also with Ertz is Ertz is going to be out, so the personnel groupings will be interesting anyway. And then also we're going to have another roster spot. And I don't think they made any any uh, yeah. news on that yet. And I mean, you can still the way San- Sanders has been a great receiver for us too. I know a lot of it's out of the backfield, but even yesterday he lined up as a receiver yeah. a couple times, like. You can get some some key mismatches there. Get him the ball in space, and just let him do what he does. But it'll be it'll be good to have Howard back uh, going forward. Hopefully. Oh, definitely. And uh, hopefully you can even get Lean back. I don't know if it sounds like he's day to day. I don't know if you'd play this week, but get a little bit healthier. Get into the playoffs. You never know. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I um I I pr- I was talking to my boss today about it. And I was saying I don't want Lane back this game just because if he, if he tweaks it, he's definitely out next week. And I know this is basically a playoff game yeah. in the same sense. But, I mean, you you t- already took care of the Giants without Lane. You took care of the Redskins without Washington without Lane. You took care of the Cowboys without Lane. Like, we, we only had the, the one. Did we even have a touchdown when Lane was in? In that uh, Giants game, I don't. I don't even think we did. Oh, it was seventeen to three, and then we didn't score until the fourth. Yeah, so he wasn't even in there. So it's like, why would I? I I think that he, if it was a playoff game last week, he probably would have went. But I like to err on the side of precaution. Like, I just don't want him to throw throw him out there. Then he messes up his ankle more, and then he won't even be able to be there in the playoffs when we're playing a better team than the New York Giants. Also, the other thing about the New York Giants is their pass rush isn't anything crazy. It's not like they have world beaters or anything like that. Yeah. They don't have any defensive ends. All their talent's in the defensive tackle spot. So, I don't... But at the same time, like, I mean, you can throw them out there. I mean, it's coach's decision and on Lane. Obviously, Lane's going to yeah. go if he can go. Um, so, I mean, I just... I kind of say... I personally just go a little bit safer, 
just with the playoffs looming. Like, if this game was the Cowboys game, like, re- reverse, roll reverse, and we're playing this one, yeah. I'd, I'd put them out there. But it's not the Cowboys, it's the Giants. Yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll see what happens. I think, um, like you said, like, with Lane or without Lane, Eagles got to handle their business against the Giants, or else all this really doesn't matter. It doesn't really mean much um, at the end of the day. But uh, also, we didn't even really talk about Dougie, who um, I thought mixed it up a lot, used like a lot of quick passes, a lot of screen passes, um, and overall did a good job. I mean, we, we definitely questioned um, some of his play calling in the short yardage. The one, third and one, the pass got tipped. Looked like we had something there in the fourth and one. I think, what was the fourth and one play? The fourth and one, we wanted to sneak, but then Carson called the run. and Like, we don't know what the other play was. Yeah. Because Carson killed it. So, I wouldn't, like, I don't want to put that exactly on Doug. It's, it's, also, it's a collaborative effort. Like, Doug says in all the credit, every time there's credit, he always says that it's, you know, it's going from all the way from, Mike Rowe, him, and then Carson yeah. has a point into it, too. Uh, yeah, I, I want to just, I mean, continue to give Doug credit. Obviously, we I think we had the edge when you look at coaching, and it's week after week, year after year now, where Doug finds a way to rally a group of men who look like they're out of it. And this is really the last three years. You look at the Super Bowl year, nobody believed in us. You look at last year, you're six and seven. No one believed, no one believed us. in us. And again, this year, you're five and seven. And Peterson, I mean, obviously, you don't want to put yourself in this position, but the dude finds a way to win big games. And that's what he's done so far in his time here. Um, so give give Peterson credit. That was another, another reason I felt confident going into this game, was just because, like, He's been there. He's done that. A lot of these vets have been there and done that. And like I said, we were playing in these games for th- – this was our third week. We were playing a must-win game where the Cowboys haven't played a meaningful game, a game of this magnitude really all year. Um, and Seth Joyner even kind of talked about this on Post Game Live and kind of talked about how next week against the Giants isn't going to be an easy game because, like, the emotion, the emotion, the physical abuse, mm-hmm. like after a big win like this, kind of like the Cowboys had last week against the Rams, mentally you can say, like, I'm ready, like, I'm up for it, but physically, like, your body won't let you. Um, and he kind of talked about that and how he's not worried, but talked about how that's going to could be an issue for the Eagles next week against the Giants. But with that said, like, the Eagles have been in these games now for this would be their fourth week. And these players have been, like, they, they, know, they know what they got to do, and I think – um, I think they're going to take care of business. I know we're going to have a whole episode to talk about that game. but Yeah, the other thing, too, about that is it's coming down to the end of the year. you got to figure the Giants, like, they're like, yeah, like, we want to play spoilers, like, we want to knock off the Eagles. But at the same time, it's like Christmas, like, oh, I don't care if I have a little bit more eggnog, like, you know, uh, season's no, yeah. over. D- but with the Eagles... DJ and Eli were out clubbing last night. Oh, they were? You didn't see that? No. It was all over the internet. Daniel uh, Jones and Eli say, were out was, at, like, a uh, bar. Oh, uh, wow. Yeah. Um, father and son thing right there. Yeah, it was pretty funny. But, uh, yeah, like, in like in that, in that sense, um, I'm just saying, like, I think that the Giants might not, you know, be fully... Like, they're not going to be fully wired in the whole entire week. Yeah. Like, sure, come Friday, Saturday, Sunday, they're going to be getting ready to go, but I'm hoping that the Eagles, you know, have 
you know, enjoy their family, enjoy their fun time, yeah. but also come ready to work. And, and, and I think we've been doing that, too. I think it's like to like how they started fast against Dallas. I think it would be important, again, to start fast this week. Yeah. Kind of just, Team that just put, yeah, them, what, put them away points. early, you know. And they have nothing to play for. They have nothing to lose. They get a little bit crazy on us. That's why it's going to be, I mean, it can be a dangerous game. But you just got to handle your business. It's great to be back in the position where we control our own destiny. You win and you're in. It's that simple. Um, it was it was a great thing. I mean, it's it was. I'm sitting there like, especially at the end, like there's they can't lose this game. Like they've dominated this whole game. Like it'll make Christmas so much better. It'll make this week so much better. Uh, just just having the, the birds, like just talking about the birds on Christmas with your family, and like Uncle Dennis is gonna walk in tomorrow, Christmas Eve, like hyper than anybody. <laughs> And, like, that's great. It's great to have that on Christmas. Again, just the birds. Like, it's still alive. We're, we're, we still have a, ch- a shot to make some noise. Um, and I'm, I'm just jacked up. on. Are you going to the game? No, I don't think it's happening. Okay, because Sean texted me last night saying, like, you guys are going. And I was like, I can't commit yet. And I, I like, he said, like, 105. I looked this morning, and they, like, already shot, shot up. Yeah, yeah. we should have got him. That's what I I said like yo like let's do it. Mm-hmm. He's like let's do it, and then he was kind of like oh, like I don't know it might rain, and I was like oh, like dude I don't. Know. He's saying yeah I was just like oh, like whatever. okay I just wasn't sure if you guys actually bought the tickets. No we should have but we didn't. Yeah but the I game mean, also I'd rather watch it at the nest. Got too. got moved to four twenty five. At first I was hype I was like oh because I thought the Cowboys game was still at one but that yeah. got moved to yeah, which is only fair but it would have been nice if. Yeah, that's the somehow they lost to Washington. We could arrest it. But. Yeah, their new move. It seems like week seventeen have the games that mean something yeah. go at the same time, so that you can't have that. Yeah. Oh, uh, so I mean it. Yeah, uh, we, we we're right here. This is where I thought we'd be six weeks ago. Yeah, it right is. Here. So even a little different path, a little bit. Yeah, that little stumble. Outside of the, really the Dolphins game. Yeah, yeah, the stumble on the Dolphins. But, like, I thought that we'd... Be, I didn't think the Cowboys would stumble on the Bills. Right. Or the Bears. Yeah. So, I I mean, I didn't think that we'd be 8-7. and seven, Thought maybe we'd be 9-6. and six, But... Or 9... Yeah, 9-6. So, I mean, here we are. I love it. Tomorrow's Christmas Eve. Uncle Dennis is going to be coming in juice stuff. <laughs> yeah, I mean... It's a, it's a it's a beautiful thing, it yeah. Really is. And like I'm still soaking in this win. I'll probably be soaking in tomorrow, and then by Christmas it'll be like all right. Like the nerves will start kicking for for the Giants game, and uh, obviously it's a huge game. We can't just sleep through it because <laughs> you lose that and you're you're sitting home, and that would really that would really stink. Yeah, I wonder like how Giants fans feel about this game. Like are yeah. they like you're like f the F the Eagles or they because I know that they're somewhere upset about beating the the Washington football team because it, it moved yeah. them ahead of them in the draft or they're like oh like hopefully like we don't like there's no reason to win the game except to get the Cowboys in the like you know at the same yeah. time like you wonder how their fan base takes it yeah well yeah that's about it we have for the game uh, it was a beautiful, beautiful Monday. The birds are eight and seven, and control their own destiny. One more win, and they are NFC East champions, which is crazy to think about. It has been a roller coaster ride of a season, 
Um, but that's why we love it. It's the NFL week to week league. They gotta they gotta show up and perform when, when next week at MetLife. Um, but yeah, that's about it. Anything else, P? No, I mean it's um, it's it's just crazy. Yeah. It's crazy how the Eagles always put us through this too. Yeah, it really is. Like but. they will always put us through this, no matter. Like there's no, there's no escaping. Like the, we can't get away from it. So yeah, I mean it. It would be nice, like thinking about those January weekends, just looking forward to Eagles yeah. football. Either way, like I look forward to the games, but like it's just so no, no, it, it's nothing. It's nothing. Nothing's like close. it. Even, to even just be in this spot right now, like I said, like where we have another week to look forward to another huge game. Mm-hmm. And great. like Doug Peterson, like you already said, like just been doing a great job. It's amazing. I mean, that's yeah. that's all. Like he really, like he's just been doing it. Like he backing up against like I, it's the back up against the wall, and then he starts doing it. So it's yeah. a little bit annoying, but I mean. He's doing it. So. All right. I got to get to know us. Oh, you have one? Yeah, I kind of just thought of one, but I'm not sure how exactly I'm going to ask it. I'm going to have a couple get to know for, know us for the next podcast because it's a very special day. <laughs> very special day? Oh, never mind. It's going to be two podcasts from here. It will be after <laughs> the Giants game, my bad. Oh, okay. Um, hopefully it's not related to this, but as 2019 is... Nah, maybe it's too early for that one. I'll save that one. No, but mine might be close to that. Uh, yeah, I'm going to save that one. I'll just keep it simple with our, our get to know us this week. But with Christmas mm-hmm. around the corner, literally, tomorrow is Christmas Eve. Um, What is your favorite Christmas movie and favorite Christmas song? Uh, Favorite Christmas movie is... That's hard. I, I really hard. like, um, probably the one I've seen the most uh-huh. would be Christmas Story. Oh, uh, yeah. Because well, I would watch that every single Christmas. It's all in 24-hour loop. I never watched the TV copy. Oh, wow. Like, I had the DVD or the VHS and would throw it in the VCR. Wow. Slash DVD player. So, one of those. And then, like, I always love Dominic the Christmas Donkey. Because my I had an uncle named Dominic, so uh, it's okay. always fun. Like, the, well, you know, you know. But um, Dominic the donkey. Like this is a classic. I forgot about that Jiggity one. Jiggity jig, you know, you know. Uh, but uh, I would have to say, I guess um, I really like the the Peanuts uh, Christmas song with the piano. Oh yeah, that's great. That's one. Of my yeah, that's yeah that's one. I think one. that's my favorite. That's a classic. My favorite Christmas movie, Home Alone, one and and two, uh, both classics. And then my favorite Christmas song is the Christmas song by Nat King Cole. Justin Bieber does a really good version too. Chestnuts roasting on an open fire. Yeah, no. Jack Frost nipping at your nose. Yeah, mistletoe. Justin Bieber shows yeah, yeah. out like yeah, that's yeah. a banger. Yeah, he does it. Um, yeah. Excited for Christmas. You got any uh, early Christmas gifts yet? No, I'm getting yeah. them tomorrow, though. Like, I'm getting bulk of my... Because Meg and I are going to do... Tomorrow, before we come up here, I'm going to pick her up because I'm going to skip to your house after I drop her off. Okay. Are you going to Jenna's at all tomorrow? Um, Depending on what time I get down there. Okay. Really is what matters. Normally, I go to Jenna's on Christmas, but I have to figure that oh, out. Oh, that's right. Um, But... That's right. Yeah, I... 
and getting like pretty much all my presents besides like whatever Santa got me. So, <laughs> so you and Meg are exchanging. Yeah, all Meg right. and I are exchanging. You know what she got me? Yeah, she told me a couple of weeks ago. Don't yeah, yeah, yeah. She said Britta said that I'd love it. Yeah. Or I'd cry. It was, I think it's that I'd cry. Like, that's probably a little extreme. And I said Britta, Britta don't Britta even can be know a, me. Yeah, Britta can be a little <laughs> extreme um, with that. We already exchanged our gifts. Yeah, how'd that go? Good. I got uh we're going to a Villanova game. Yeah, I know. Yeah. She she asked me if that was a good game. Oh uh, really? Yeah, and I said that's a great game. We got um or not we. I got uh like the Patagonia the John Meg was talking about to uh, you it's a real nice sweater like really nice that I could wear like when I coach or whatever I think that's the thing from Knives Out that's like all the rage that sweater the mm-hmm. one um the bull had that that did it I don't remember his sweater he had a sweater in like uh, the right. diner scene or whatever and it's like all the rage yeah got an eagle shirt eagle's winter hat Looks what like, eagle's winter hat it's like gray and black because okay. she sent the salute to service oh okay and that's what i got my dad did you end up getting him that sweatshirt no because uh, i, I saw all... that today it was nice yeah i saw it today too but it didn't have an xl or l it was just uh. smalls but i could have got it at dick's saw it, and then sam sam heath was like yo why don't you order it off amazon mm. like, oh you're right i get five percent back that's better than yeah. it's the same price and then so I just quick did it. Then I looked back at it two days later. It had the same titles and everything, same color, but on the front it was totally different. Yeah. And so I messaged them. I was like, "Yo, like I'm just gonna return this." Oh wow. So then it took them like two weeks, but they finally they gave my money back. So then yeah. I got them something else. On that's why I hit up Brita when she sent me that. I was like, "Yo, I need that." Yeah. Hat. And then I got them something else, and then we go out tomorrow and get something too. Yeah. So, hopefully he doesn't listen to this beforehand. Yeah, seriously. I might, I don't know. I might delay the release. No, I'm <laughs> just kidding. But, uh, yeah, I hope everyone has a great... Yeah, Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. That was the last night, first day of yeah, Hanukkah. Yeah, first night of Hanukkah. Um, I'll get to watch Adam Sandler. Yeah, yeah, I was thinking that too. But, yeah, go birds. We're here. Go Birds!